Welcome to my Monday morning mindset motivation. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am so excited that you decided to spend the start of your week with me. Let's set you up with the mindset it takes to lead. Hello and welcome to another episode of my Monday morning mindset motivation. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you are excited to start this wonderful new week ahead. So today I thought I would um, talk to you about something that I'm actually really passionate about and that is reading. Now I have read a lot of books. I worked out the other day, I've actually now read over a hundred books over the last five years and they have mostly been around motivation, mindset, psychology, self-awareness, personal development. Um, So I've really, really, I guess, equipped myself with a lot of knowledge over the years. And I sat there and I thought, what have been my key takeaways? What are some common themes that just keep on coming up as I'm reading? And look, I could stand here all day and talk to you about all the amazing books that I've read and how they changed my life. But I thought I would do do something today that I haven't done before, and that's break it down into five lessons that I have learned from doing all of this reading and development. And what are my five key things that I now implement and I do day to day and that have really impacted and improved my life. So without delaying any more time, the first lesson from reading over a hundred books is this, self-awareness is the key to self-mastery. When I began to understand myself at a deeper level, when I began to know my values, what was important to me, when I began to realize what brought me joy, when I began to really just pause and ask myself some key questions, my life really started to make sense. And through this process, it was a little bit of a wake up call, but I realized that I was in a job that gave me very little fulfillment. Now that was a really, really tough um, pill to swallow. And I was constantly chasing things, material things, you know, handbags, new cars, bigger homes to, to really ultimately fill a hole because I wasn't aware of actually what I wanted and what brought me joy. So through a process of self-awareness, getting to know myself, what really drove me, what really brought me joy, I realized quite a few things that I was in a job, like I said, that gave me no fulfillment, that I wanted more freedom, um, that I wanted to live outside of a city. You know, I actually grew up in the country, um, in the UK, a little village just outside of Oxford. And, you know, I wasn't used to big city and I wasn't used to the noise. I was used to fields and greenery and nature. And I realized that when I really felt at my happiest, it was when I was walking in nature and, and lots of other things that I really enjoyed that didn't cost much. So I was in this really well, well paid sales job, um, working five days a week, constantly like striving for the next pay slip, and then wondering why when I hit it, I didn't feel any happier. So it wasn't until I took a step back to really think, well, what actually does, what does Georgie want? What, what makes Georgie happy? that my life really started to make sense. And then from there, I obviously took the action, I visualized, I began to design the life that I wanted to live. 
And I'm really passionate now about helping other people develop the self-awareness because I believe that when we are self-aware, we can really master our lives and we then can start setting the bigger goals. We then can really start striving for the things in life that will ultimately bring us more joy and fulfillment. So that's lesson number one, self-awareness. Lesson number two, the present moment is all there is. Now, going back to my early 20s, I had a habit of, you know, striving for things. I just said, you know, saying when I get this, I'll be happy. When this thing happens, I'll feel amazing. And ultimately, when the day came, I still felt empty. And it wasn't until I really began a mindfulness practice and I really began to just realize what like what is life about? Life is about experiences, it's about memories. You know, if I say to you right now, think about something that's happened over the last few months that you can be really grateful for and, a, and an image and a vision and a memory might come to mind. Now, why that memory stands out so much is because you were really present. You know, day to day, we can just go through the motions of, you know, the hamster wheel of life. We, you know, we, we go to work or, well, when well, we used to go to work, but there's life just kind of like, just can kind of just, bumble along and it's the key moments that we that really stand out to us and that's because we were so present you know we can always remember our holidays we can always remember our weekends away our time spent with friends because we're in the moment and I believe that if you live more life if you live more of life in the present if you become more mindful if you become more aware of those key beautiful moments in life you will become happier and it wasn't until I began to really take note of how I was feeling in, in, in any given task that, again, my life really began to become even more joyful because no matter what the task, I was just always just fully engaged in it. I wasn't multitasking. I wasn't thinking about being elsewhere. And I think when you're really in flow, you just feel good and, and life again just begins to really start to just get better. So the present moment is all there is. And if you don't like the present moment, well, first of all, you have to accept. You have to go, okay, I'm not happy where I am right now. Acknowledge that. And the beautiful thing is when you acknowledge it and you're aware of something, you have the power to change it. So if, you're, if you don't want to be in the present moment right now because your life isn't where, where you want it to be, well, then again, it all comes back to self-awareness and go, okay, what would a great life look like? And what can I do today to make that step forward? So again, it's a process to so go back to self-awareness if you think I'm not happy in my life right now, but give yourself grace. This is a process and you know you can't expect to have all of the answers um, straight away. So just breathe, appreciate what you can, be grateful for the present moment and work on your self-awareness every single day. My third biggest lesson, I read a lot of books and there was just a common theme coming up around people who start their day, they rise before the sun, they wake up and they're intentional, they exercise, they meditate, they have all of these habits and really good routines. So five years ago, I began to rise at 5am. Now, I remember the first time I set my alarm for 5 a.m., it was a cold Melbourne winter morning and the last thing I wanted to do was get up and out of bed. But I did it because I realized that if I really want to live an extraordinary life, I have to be prepared to do what others won't. Now, over the years of getting up at five o'clock, I can honestly say 
that it is very, very easy for me now to wake up at five. In fact, most days I'm up before my alarm. It's like clockwork, but I have an evening routine as well. So I always make sure that I don't have any screens now before bed. I eat three hours before bed. I have a nice cool room and I go to bed similar times each night and I rise every well every day now at 5 a.m even on Sunday sometimes I have to actually force myself to stay in bed but you know I, I most of the time I just want to get up I want to get started I want to enjoy my day so you know but instead of just getting up I'll probably just sit and read um for an hour or something but rising early now why is that important because everybody always says the same thing to me Georgie I want more time and the first question I say well what time do you get out of bed this morning eight o'clock right well maybe just start getting up just 10 minutes earlier. Just rise 10 minutes earlier each day. That's what, I, that's what I did. I just slowly took it back, back 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes every week. And over the, over the course of the, the few weeks, the four weeks, it naturally just became easier for me just to regain that, that hour that I wanted. So just start with just t- waking up 10 minutes earlier every day and just taking some more time for you. I think that's the key thing here is that when we get up early and we make more time for ourselves, you know, our lives just, you know, they, they become more joyful. We can be more intentional. And then when we make more time for ourselves, we then can be better parents, better husbands, better wives, better friends, better co-workers, better leaders. So rise early, have a morning routine. I love to start my morning with an affirmation saying something like, today's going to be an amazing day. I'm so lucky to be alive. What am I grateful for? Then I'll do some form of exercise. I'll read, I'll consume, I'll fill my mind with goodness. I'll be very intentional with how I want to show up that day. And I always finish with a nourishing breakfast. So if you haven't listened to my Awaken Formula, I go into more detail about that. So definitely go and check out one of my older podcasts around the Awaken formula. My fourth lesson is that happiness is always a choice. Now, this is a really tough one for me to really digest. And I I read a book called The Courage to Be Happy. And basically, the whole point of it is, is that instead of looking for validation, and happiness in external factors, one thing that we can all be doing is really going within because it is the relationship that we have with ourselves, that intuition, that that's where our happiness comes from. And again, it is not an easy thing to do, you know, especially with a lot of chaos and uncertainty going on in the world right now, but happiness is always a choice and we can choose how we want to feel. Now, there are a few things that you can do if you are in a very negative thought pattern at the moment. And one of those things is, you know, you can be more intentional with how you want to feel. Write down three words or three emotions that you want to feel each day. Start a journal practice, meditate, put on your favorite songs that instantly boosts my mood. Exercise. There's so many things that we can do day to day to instantly improve our energy and how we feel. But ultimately, If you press somebody enough, if you say, why do you want that? Why do you want this? Why do you want that? I call it the five whys. You will always get the same answer. I want to be happy. But we have all of these restrictions. We have all of these things that say, no, I can't be happy because of this. And I can't be happy because of that. And I'll be happy when. How many times have you said that? Well, I'm asking you this week just to wake up every day and say, today I choose to be happy. 
because life is too short to not be. So happiness is a choice. It is not always an easy one, but I truly believe that when we have an attitude of gratitude and we learn to appreciate and we come from a place of appreciation over lack, even in our darkest of days, we can always find something to be grateful for or someone to be grateful for. So think about that. And finally, my last lesson, this was a big one for me, progress over perfection. Now I'm a recovering perfectionist and I've always focused on, you know, I've got to get it right. It's got to be perfect. You know, everything's got to be just so. And for my twenties, you know, I, I really struggled with this. Oh, I can't start my business now because I don't know enough. And, oh, you know, no, my body's not perfect. And, you know, but at the end of the day, no one is perfect. And having this illusion of perfection is, is just the biggest way to strip away joy. It is the biggest way that we find ourselves procrastinating in life. You know, so I now have a mantra and I say to myself, progress over perfection. No, this podcast isn't perfect. No, I've stumbled over my words. No, my writing might not be, have all the right full stops and the commas in the right places. But you know what? I don't care because I'm showing up every single day and I'm going for it and I'm really enjoying the process. And I tell you what, it is a freeing, liberating way to live your life when you do not worry about what other people think and you don't constantly criticize yourself. After everything that I do, whether it's a podcast recording, whether it's a blog, I always say to myself, Georgie, that was amazing. Now, I'll just say that to myself straight afterwards. And then a few hours later, I might go back and I might think, oh, okay, I, I maybe could do that bit better or I maybe could write written that sentence a little bit differently. But I never, ever criticize myself straight afterwards because it's the quickest way to knock your self-belief, to knock your self-confidence. And I really want to build my courage and build my confidence. So I always say to myself, that was amazing. And then I'll go back and I'll be okay. Well, where can I improve? Where can I get better? But I never criticize myself. And that's a really key point there because I think we are our own worst enemies. We constantly look for all the negatives. And you know, how many times have you gone to do something, thought, thought about doing something, thought, I'm not ready yet. Well, that's your perfectionism. That's your inner critic saying to you that you're not ready. And I'm here to say you have got a unique gift that the world needs right now. So do not let your perfectionism and your inner critic stop you from living the life that you deserve. So they are my five. Was, you know, I got into a bit of a, a, bit of a passionate um conversation there but it is I've, I've read so many incredible books I highly recommend you you go and you read you fill your mind with great knowledge I think books are incredible they are very affordable and you know people have literally just poured their life's work into books and and if you if you're not a big reader reader you can now listen to audiobooks amazing um, so yeah, look, I'll put some some books that I recommend in the show notes as well. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna write a blog about this as well. But I really hope that serves today. I hope you got a lot from that. Um, and they were my top five lessons. Have an amazing week ahead. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care and have a wonderful week. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon.